I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Welcome back to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Hi, I'm on your river. Tonight, we are getting down and dirty into the magical side of our practices. We are going to talk about the different type of magic that Anya and I personally like to play around with and use to manifest and protect and cleanse. And the little tips and tricks that we're going to be telling you in this episode are things that we personally use. So Mm -hmm. they're tried, true, and tested. How do you feel about that, Anya? Oh, so exciting. (laughs) I hope you guys stay with us. It's going to be great. And we're back. Let's get right into it. We are talking all about the different types of magic that Anya and I like to practice and what is really close to us and what works for us. And we're going to lay it all out for you guys tonight in this episode. And we hope you guys really find something that you like and something that you want to try. We also, if you do try something from tonight's episode, comment and like and let us know because we want to get more voices out there. We want to hear what you guys, our audience has to say and which one of these tips really work the best for you. Mm -hmm. Right. So why don't you start us off? All right. Y'all know me. You know that I am all about those candles, Dollar Tree (laughs) candles specifically. I will tell you, I will move mountains. I will manifest a house. I will shut somebody up. I see your man with a Dollar Tree candle. You don't even know. <laughs> yes, that's right. You are really, really all about the candles. And you make some really great candles. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Although I don't even know. My candles, I have Dollar Tree candles in the jar. The the, the Velacion, those are the best candles that you can find. Like hands mm-hmm. down. They burn nice. A lot of times they're made in Mexico. Um they just have such good energy when you when you get them they're very easy to work with i prefer candle magic because you can literally do anything with it if mm-hmm. you got creativity and you got hella herbs in the cabinet you can <laughs> fix any candle to do anything especially because it it absorbs your intention and your will very well mm-hmm. in the ca- in the candle it wax itself it, it's a very good place to, to put energies so i you know it in everything it's also so beautiful to look at. Like if you think witchy, yes. that's witchy looking. <laughs> so if you're going for the aesthetic as well, which you should never just go for the aesthetic, but let's not lie and say that we don't care about the aesthetic. It's pretty so. to look at. <laughs> it is pretty to look at. Especially, <laughs> I would say the, the prettiest ones I see are like for self-love and for money. 
money spells. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's just the herbs that are used and are just so pretty to me. You know, yeah. I work with a lot of flowers and herbs when I use my candles and doing candle magic. Um, for anybody who's interested, I'm going to be running beginners candle magic class on my website, readings with coming up in May. If anybody wants to sign up, just go to my website and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, just figured I'd let you guys know because it is, like I said, one of my favorite topics to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like, I use all different types of candles for candle magic. Like I will hook up a birthday candle and have a kick-ass spell. <laughs> what about you? What what do you what is your go-to? You know, when I originally thought about this, I was like, do I practice magic like that, like on a daily basis? And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, yeah, it's so ingrained in me that I don't even realize I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, when it's powerful is when it's yeah. just routine. It's something you do. You don't even really think about it. You and, know? and I, and I, I'm doing it all day long. You know, um, I'm a lazy witch. So a lot of the things that I do are like simple things, like the direction I stir my coffee but yeah. with, with intention, but my, my thing that's like visible is I use my altars on a daily basis and I have plenty of altars. I have, I have like, I have an ancestral altar. I have another altar that's just for my mom. I have an altar for Jupiter and just the grandfathers. I have a money altar, <laughs> you know, like, so that's, that would be my, my main like okay I set this up and this is not like a lazy witch thing you know like I set this up (laughs) to me that shit is normal and it's because like yes you know if anybody's ever been in my house my house is like a working temple you know with all the altars going on and it's it's important having altar space because it's a it's a place for your spirits to come to anchor themselves and to, to be able to bring forth the messages and the energies of, of their manifestation. So working your altars is very important. And, it, and you're right, it is a magic you know, unto itself. Um, That's I, how they know I, that they're welcome to come into your space. And like, you know, one of the one of the funniest things that happened to me this week was because I I didn't have any like I thought to myself, I want to put some flowers on my altar because I have I have a living plant, but I don't always have flowers. And I was like, this week would be a good week for me to go out and buy some flowers. Lo and behold, they were hearing me. My son's teacher, my son's teacher came over with a yellow rose, which ah, you know the significance of. I do. That is our great grandfather, and yep. I've been. He's been around for a couple of days. So that was such a nice thing. That was like a little, like somebody moved that to happen. It's, I was like, when she came in, cause it was like, maybe, I don't know, a day after I was like, I should go get some flowers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny me, you bring up the flowers because for the past couple of months, I've been getting flower, fresh flowers for them once a week. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point where like I've made that part of the ritual is going to get the flowers, you know, I'll go into um, there. I live across the street from a specialty florist, um, which has, they have like extensive greenhouses and stuff. So I'll go in and I'll walk the different greenhouses and just pick out the energies. And I'll, and I'll ask them, what, what do you, what do you feel like you want me to put at your altar this week? 
And mm-hmm. sometimes it's daisies, sometimes it's carnations, sometimes it's roses. It, they they just lead me right to what they want. And it's and it's funny because like I noticed those flowers last abnormally long. Yeah. Um, I had gotten roses and like these were like the fancy expensive ones. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they lasted a month. They were wow. alive <laughs> for a month, like fresh and alive. I was like, what is going on here? You know, and I could tell they were very like they really liked it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I that's one of the reasons why. So I had um, planted a ton of marigolds last Oh, summer me uh, every year those are one of my favorites and one of them I brought one in around you know the Samhain season and it was you know really big it was a it ended up being like I don't know a foot and a half tall and you know maybe oh, wow. maybe 10 inches wide you know as a as like a bush or you know like a little mini bush or something <laughs> And it just, I think they liked it so much. I don't really understand this, but it just sort of dried on the vine. Let me break that down to you. Okay, please. The ancestors love marigolds. Yes, Um, I knew that. Yeah, marigolds are one of the flowers for the dead. And Mm -hmm. and if you look at like the Festival Dia de los Muertos in Mexico, marigolds are everywhere. Um, And it's because it's, the scent, the ancestors follow the scent and it and brings them home. It also attracts butterflies, which a lot of the ancestors come home as butterflies during that time. Mm. So it's another way to like give like a basically a Nevada, Las Vegas style, like welcome home. <laughs> so but that that's good. Thank you. But what I was getting to is that the plant is perfectly preserved in its pot. Oh, wow. The, the leaves never, the petals never fell off. They're all still there. It's just dried in its pot. And so I left it there. I was like, I don't know. It just must be something about that. It's an interesting Well, it's appreciated, thing. you know. I like to yeah. take my flowers outside and I'll either scatter them or I'll bury them in the earth to give them back. Yeah, I'm going to do that eventually. It's just it felt like such a special thing. Like it's just perfectly preserved. So I just, yes. I was like, I was like, this is, this is everything. It needs to stay here for like a year. And then I'm going to give it back when it gets warm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they direct you. It's all about listening and asking and, and receiving the information and showing them love back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, I want to talk about, um, manifesting opportunities. That mm-hmm. is one of the, the magics that I like to do is I, I, I pray a lot. And I notice I just do it throughout the day. There's certain things that trigger me to pray. There's, you know, things I'm asking for. I have routine prayers that I say. And there's even some I'm just driving and I'm speaking from the heart. I'm always talking to them. And I notice that there's times where I'm praying and I'll ask for something and it I'll literally turn a corner and there's, there's a sign like Mm -hmm. giving me the okay. Yeah. So when manifesting opportunities, a lot of times I'll put it out there just in my prayer saying, you know, I would love to do this opportunity. and, And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it comes my way, I'll receive it and I'll give offering back as a thank you. 
you know, for mm-hmm. sending it, but it's, it's always been a way for me to feel like it's, it's verification that, I, that they're in touch with me, you know, yeah. Spe- speaking of manifesting, I went out there this morning, um, I was going on my coffee run, uh, and I come out to my car and there's a feather right in my way to my mm. door. And it was raining wow. and there was no birds around. So I was like, where the hell is this coming <laughs> from? But it, it was funny because my order was correct. Everything mm-hmm. came out the way I wanted it. I got home. I didn't have to wait 10,000 years. <laughs> so instantly I knew that my ancestors were there. They were, they were manifesting a, a space forward for me. You know, granted, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a little thing like coffee, but it's still verification that I could ask for larger things and receive them. Yeah, absolutely. And you're really very good at manifesting opportunities. So there's, there's that, you know, I'm good with work opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I tell the spirits, like, keep me busy, you know, use me for my purpose. You put me on this earth, let me fulfill my purpose. Let me help some folks. Let me, let me get some stuff done. And let me move on, you know, and when, when you live in that kind of way, you cut out a lot of the nonsense, the stuff that doesn't really matter. You know, I'm very careful, like when I watch TV and stuff like that, when I listen to music and stuff like that, because you take on energy with those words, with those, with that music, with those intentions. And I'm not trying to carry anger or poverty or viciousness or something terrible or other because I picked it up from something else. Yeah, that's a really important point because words are spells. Yes. Words are spells. And that's one of mine too. Um, I am on a, I'm on a path right now where that's one of the things that I'm trying to unwind. Actually, I said the word that I am working to not say anymore, the word trying. (laughs) (laughs) But like (laughs) in a very non-judgmental way, I have been working on observing how my my um, inner voice talks to me during the day. Yes, that's very um, important. Changing certain words because those are real powerful unconscious spells. Like, oh yeah, you're not noticing how your inner voice is speaking to you. And you start realizing, like, start being conscious of it. It could blow your mind. Like, you just be like, I can't believe, like, this is either if you're being overly negative to yourself, that's going to stop you from basically everything, you know? Yeah. So that, that's that been one of my huge shifts that is, it is a magical practice because realizing that words are spells and, and, um, thoughts, feelings, beliefs are spells, you know, those are, you know, you could also call them prayers or, you know, whatever it's, it doesn't matter. It's just, that's, that's a pattern that you are unconsciously putting out for yourself. Um, You know, and things get manifested based off of that vibration that you're putting out there, you know, or somebody (laughs) who treats you terrible. Yeah. You know, because that's the energy that you are, that you're, you're putting out, that you're subjecting yourself to first, above all else. It's the most important thing to love yourself. And one of the ways that you can tell if you're on track or not is by listening to your 
inner monologue. Inner monologue, that's the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> inner monologue, it's I was true. struggling and, for that. You, a lot of what that inner monologue tells us is societal stuff that's been programmed and taught mm-hmm. to us. A lot of unhealthy phrases, you know, like, oh, Oh, you can't wear a bikini because you had a baby. Oh, you can't, uh, oh, you know, you can't wear that. Or, oh, you can't be that way or you can't go there. And it's stuff that other people have told us to limit us. So when you are stepping into your power and starting to reverse some of that negative thinking, you you can program your brain towards positivity. Um, a, A practice that really has helped me with managing my depression is when I have one of those depressive thoughts come up, I stop it. I listen to it. Okay, you're fat and ugly today. I'll stop it. And I'll say one thing that's truthful that I know deep down is the truth. Like, okay, I may be fat and ugly today, but my hair looked really good yesterday, or I look really good in that shirt, or, you know, who cares what that that is? That's just nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's adjust, it's listening to it and adjusting it and flipping it. And then thinking the positive thought. And the more you do it, the less negative thoughts you have. Because you're programming yourself towards a more positive outlook and a more positive belief system about yourself and your own powers. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it in the terms of the truest. Instead of, I mean, I'm okay with positive too, but like I... I have the same sort of tendency, the same sort of like thought pattern that you do. It's just what's truest. Right. And then I realized that like you're saying, like that totally shifted everything for me and made me realize that so much, like you said, is programmed from other places that needs to go. (laughs) Yes. That doesn't, I agree. It's also good to take stock in how you really feel about certain things and adjusting some of your beliefs. Because a lot of times we grow up telling ourselves this story of suffering when we're not in a place of suffering any longer, that we've actually gotten through it and that we're in the aftermath of it. But the fact that we continue to tell ourselves that we are suffering and that we are going through it, we're reliving that trauma pattern over and over and over again. Right. So in order to step out of it, you've got to kind of be real with yourself and say, like, these are the facts, you know, if we were to put this in a panel, these information would keep coming up this way, you know, Mm -hmm. and it forces you to really objectively take a hold of your life and look at things and gear yourself towards a better path. So yeah, so my next one, um, I'm always working on clearing issues. And Mm -hmm. so I do a lot of clearing work and I do simple things like um, just the way that I will clean the house. I know we've talked about this before. So there's different ways of doing like cleaning your house to actually reflect a magical practice. And what I do is I, I, I work counterclockwise around my house. Like it goes in a circle naturally. So I work counterclockwise around my house to get things that I don't want in here out of here. (laughs) I use counterclockwise uh, motions a lot when I'm doing, and I got my son into it. He loves to take incense and do clearing (laughs) on everybody. It's so cute. He's only seven. So he's adorable. Um, and one of the big ones that I do, and I've talked about this before, but it is um, my favorite, 
thing to do for clearing work. And that's the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. It's a specific range of motions and, um, and, uh, you know, words calling on archangels. Um, You're, I, I won't go, you can, you can find things out there. It's, it's open, you know, so it's not like a closed practice or anything. Um, but it's a hermetic tradition and you are, what you're doing is you are banishing earth. It's called banishing Malkuth, which is like a heavy energy, like the heavy, heavy energy. And you're calling on the archangels to come and sort of, uh, fill in some of that, you know, that's not yeah. any, a, a super exact description, but it's a little difficult to learn, I think, like the actual motions and, uh, you know, it's a, a set prescription of, you know, of a prayer. So it's a little, it took me a little while. I had to do like mat, like colored paper on the floor <laughs> to like remember because it took me forever to learn like which archangel goes on which direction. <laughs> well, it's all part of the process. You know, we all learn from someplace, you know. It's fun, but it helps me. So here's what it does for me. Takes away my anxiety. That's number one. So if I'm ever in a situation like before a big event or something and I'm feeling it because I get stage fright, I'll do the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. It takes like two minutes and I just immediately have this sense of like, okay, it's me. It's just me now, you know? Um, yeah. And it's great for like just readjusting yourself. Like when, when you know, like you've gone through something where either you're working on healing work from healing past issues or something, and you feel like that stuff come up in your body and you just do a quick clearing, you know, do a quick one of those. And, and that helps me a lot. I use that in that personal way. Maybe other people don't, but I do. And it works for me. And it's, it's great. Try it, you know, check it out. Definitely. Anybody who does check it out, comment and let us know how it goes. We're really interested to know. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk about something that I do, uh, when I feel like I need to make a change or I feel like something's wrong or something's up with me. I will astral project and look down at my, my energies in my body and see what's wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so I step my, my soul essence outside of myself and then turn it around and look back at my body to see what's going on. I have seen some really funky colors at times. Um, mm. When I'm really tired, my energies turn really dark. Mm. So I notice the more well-rested I am, the more vibrant my colors are, my mm. energy streams. And I also will do um, light shielding you know, um, seeing my mind's eye, a color around my body and around my energies and expand and contract and flush out energies that don't belong there and and recall energies that have been lost. And it's a way of repairing all of my energies and making sure everything is where it needs to be. It's like Mm -hmm. a way for me to self-check on a physical level and even on an emotional level as well, because if I'm going through a, a depression cycle, I notice my colors change. I notice that sometimes I'll have blockages in certain areas. Sometimes one of my energies, one of my energy centers is a different color than it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. 
So there's a lot of things like I love being in the astral realm. There's so much to do over there. Um, if you know how to get there and you know how to get back. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I use there's other there's so many different ways to use magic nowadays. And a lot and you're right. A lot of times we're not even thinking about it. You know, when I'm making my, my kids lunch for school in the morning, you know, I'm wishing, you know, lots of energy, lots of focus, you know, um, the, the ability to learn and retain information, you know, and I'm, I'm putting that love into the food that I'm making, you know? Yeah. I That's try not to cook if I'm in a bad magic. mood. Yeah. <laughs> That's powerful mama magic though. Yes, it is. But that that's is. the way it should be, you know? Yeah. You want what's best for your child. Mm-hmm. So well, thank you guys for joining us for this interesting conversation into our daily practices and how we use magic on a regular routine day to day. And we hope you guys enjoyed it and that you got something out of this conversation. And again, comment, let us know if you try any of this and how it works. Um, yeah, I'm, thank you. For all of you, I'm Athena Silver, a professional psychic medium. I do tarot readings and mediumship readings and other services. My website is readingswithathenasilver.com. My Instagram is at athena.silver. And my TikTok is at athena underscore silver. And my Facebook is readings with Athena Silver. How do they get a hold of you, Anya? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R. And I'm available for tarot readings. Great. Um, Make sure you check back on Thursdays on YouTube and on all podcasting apps for another awesome episode of the Rebel Pro Psychic Show. We hope you guys have a good rest of your day and we'll see you back next week. Bye. Bye.